Powered by Lincoln. Hey everyone, just letting you know, potential massive spoilers for any and all things Star Wars. Movies, TV shows, books, comics, anything. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Chandler, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm alright, I guess. Yeah, things could be better, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, always. Forever. We should we should do things. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I honestly don't know if we'll get to yeah, the yeah, wars yeah, today. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what we do. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, welcome back to Inferno Pod, everyone. I'm Ivan. I'm Chandler. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing Alphabet Squadron. everybody we're covering alphabet squadron chan just said the thing before the thing but now i'm saying it after the thing right yeah uh-huh. that's the thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah i don't think there's anything for me to read or introduce as tom kane because we're not doing Clone i Wars right believe now. that to be true i believe that to be true <laughs> <Mike>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we're doing uh star wars alphabet squadron by alexander freed read to you today by no one because we're not reading the book. Saskia Marleveld. Yes, but that's she does read it in, uh, in, in on audible in, on audible in audio book form. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, well, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, then let's get right to it. Uh, how did you how did you feel about is, this book? This book is dedicated to Renee, who sustained me. That's <laughs> all it says. Lovely. Uh, so, how did you feel about about the I book? I like this book. Did you? Yeah. I don't think I got into it as much as I expected to, mm-hmm. but that's because it was very different from what I expected, actually. Mm-hmm. But I did really like it. Um, I'm discovering that with me, like, we, we sort of had put it on the books before, but I think it's just, like, a, a me thing mm-hmm. that I really get into characters, mm-hmm. like, more so than story sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, like, with the last three books we've read, that's sort of how it was. But this was also one of those stories that kind of bounces around. Yeah, um, I, well, like, I mean, you know, I had to read this thing twice, well, listen to it twice. To, like, fully get it. Yes, because the first, uh, I won't, <laughs> I had some trouble comprehending the first four hours of it, because I didn't get any sleep the day before, and I was running on energy fumes, you, you could mm-hmm. say, uh, and I was just uh, having a bad time for the first four hours listening to this book. Yeah. Uh, and I was distracted at work, so I just couldn't, I just didn't comprehend it. Um, but I, I did comprehend the latter half of the book, like, on the first time around. Second time around, I actually got a lot more into it, and I actually understood a lot more. And I was like, oh, I, I did miss quite a bit of this. Yeah. That's um, why I'm thinking I might need you to fill me in on a little bit of the first part of the book. Yeah. I mean, the first part of the book kind of runs a little slowly. Because it's more so, like, getting the characters together yeah, before it, the actual like, it, mission starts. It does give them a lot of, like, backstory before mm-hmm. they actually become a team. It's a lot of hopping around between these, like, five different people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even more than that sometimes, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I did... I do really enjoy it. Actually, with the second time around, I do, like, really... Like, the Aftermath books are probably my favorite of the Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. These may be my second favorite. I get you. They yeah. might be. Um, but we'll see after we read Shadow Squadron. Nope, mm-hmm. not Shadow Squadron. Uh, Shadowfall is what yeah. I wanted to say. Um, but anyways, th- what 
What? What? This is an, uh, a series. It will be a trilogy. It's currently not. Yes, they announced that it's going to be a trilogy, which is neat. Yeah. Because uh, the second one just came out, like mm-hmm. you said, Shadow Ball. Yeah. We're covering that one next week. Yes. Um, but our uh, this is a story about a new set of characters. Hey, yes. Uh, do you have a list of characters or no? Because I... I mean, I can just tell you, really. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, so we're, we're focusing on Alphabet Squadron, a new squadron put together in the New Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically to take down the 204th Battalion? TIE Fighter uh, TIE Fighter Wing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Nicknamed Shadow Squadron. Shadow Wing. Shadow Wing, that's what it was. Um, Right, Alphabet Squadron, Shadow Wing. Yeah, it's five. I mean, like, there's other people, like, assisting in this, but the actual squadron is five pilots all flying different types of wings. Mm -hmm. Um, Hence, Alphabet Alphabet Squadron. Squadron, yeah. Uh, that's really the thing that like intrigued me about this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, initially seeing it when it came out last year, mm-hmm. was it was just a neat kind of. Well, because I would idea. I would think that that a squadron based with like one like a different type of wing in the squadron would be a pretty well balanced team. Yeah. But like, what if you? I mean, as a as a the rebellion, like if you have squadrons of each. Well, uh, <laughs> 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 all working together it would be better right like you get like i mean you f- you see some of that in this book there's like a there's hail squadron riot squadron i think hail squadron is a squadron of b wings and then riot squadron is a squadron of, of a wings mm-hmm. um but like you see they've they're like grouped off and then they have they're like kind of forced to come together um it was a hound squadron oh hound squadron what did i say hail squadron hail squadron i think was also a thing it's, yeah it's another thing but I think Hound Squadron is where uh, yeah that is where Chast came yeah from. Chast came from with the B wings yeah I think you're right. But anyways yeah we have our, our team uh, consisting of Erica Quell Erica Quell a X wing pilot yes X wing pilot formerly uh, Imperial Shadow wing pilot Shadow wing yes uh, who defected after Operation Cinder or really during Operation Cinder yeah because it was she she decided against it basically. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, she went through with it and then kind of... And then, yeah, afterwards was like, yep, nope, I'm done with that. Not doing that again. Um, uh, well, then we got Will Lark, uh-huh. who's an A-wing pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Uh, he is from a planet known as... Uh, oh, that's right. It's uh, it's not Pantora, but it no, sounds it's like... It's Yeah. I don't want. I was about to say Patagonia, but I'm like, no, that's a place here on Earth. <laughs> yes, um, and a, a clothing brand. Um, Honestly, it, it's not too far off from that. No, sure, but, but I remember that the, the people who actually live there call it home. Mm. Yeah, and like the the actual planet name for it is like, it's it it just is the planet name, but like no one who lives on that who's native from that planet calls it that. Yeah, which I mean, Will technically isn't even native. Like he was born there, but like. His people were, they're not, they're not indigenous to that. He's, he's human. He's a human dude. Oh, there's more here than that. Polinius? Polinius, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, um, they're not like, uh, not, they're not, they're not not advanced. Like. <laughs> they're not primitive. Primitive, thank you. That's what I was like, <laughs> primitive. Yeah, they're not primitive because they can get off world and stuff. It's just they don't yeah. tend to. Um, and they're more like. In tune, they're more in tune with the planet than I've seen in any other, like mm-hmm. Star Wars species, um, like sentient species, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all on Will. Yeah. For and now. there's Chastnachatic, uh-huh. 
And I don't know exactly what... I don't remember what species I, she is. Me neither. She's humanoid. They're all humanoid. Yeah. <laughs> F- Philan? Philan? Something like that? Yeah. Where are you, Chasmachetic? Well, I know in the, in the description of it, is, or like in the book, I think it's Will thinking it over. Feeling. Feeling, thank you. Um, where, I think he said something that was like, he doesn't know if she like identified with that part of her like lineage or whatever. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's neat, but I don't, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, Chas is a feeling. I know, I know that she has green hair. Yeah. Um, she flies a B-Wing. Yep. From Hound Squadron, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything else to say about her? Uh, not really, because in this book, she doesn't give much of her own backstory. She's like, she, not much, no. She's, she's very much like... She has a lot of secrets, and she doesn't yeah, want to like... She like, doesn't want to be a team player, but no, she's but good she, at it. Yeah, she <laughs> is, yeah. Um, she's fun. She's my favorite character. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite character in this one. I really like that she listens to music. Wow, yeah, that, fun. like, no, I know, there's different aspects that I like about each one of them, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, yeah, I like that she, before each battle, or, like, in hyperspace, she, like, loads up something, and I love that. I think she's just, like, the most fun yeah. of, of the squadron. Yeah. I think she's also the most rebellious, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's definitely got that, like, like, rebellious teenager kind of attitude. Yeah, I mean, she's, a, I mean, in the book, she's a part of Alphabet Squadron, and she goes and does a mission for, like, a special forces group. Mm-hmm. And like Erica's like, no, you're not, you're not fucking doing that again. Um, but I, yeah, I think that's that's. I know she t- ends up telling a story, like, cause like when they're sharing stories like yeah. about their past, she ends up telling a story about Jenner. So, but yeah, like, that's that's one of the main reasons. Like, she's one of my favorite characters, mm-hmm. is that she so much like looks up to Jenner. So, mm-hmm. and I thought that was just neat. Yeah, like the different stories passed down, and that she she found out about Jin. From, uh, like, a a video, yeah, yeah, yeah. holotapes that were just, like, traded to her yeah. for something. And it was just the holotape of Jin, like, giving her powerful speech in Rogue One mm-hmm. around, like, the, the table yeah. at the Masasi Temple. And I thought that was neat. Um, and she brings her up multiple times. Yeah, throughout, throughout the, book. the book. Which is neat. Which is, uh, like, that's what basically incentivized her to become yeah. a part of the rebellion. It's a cool person to look up to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't get too much backstory from where she's from or anything. Um, I like, I like that at, at one point even someone's like, uh, like commanders or whatever title, Luke Skywalker and the rest of Red Squadron were the ones that took out the first Death Star. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but not really. Yeah. It's like, Jin, <laughs> she's the one that fired the last shot. Yeah. But, but Jin, Jin did the, the hard one, part. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I really like this respect. Yeah. I was like, I get it. You know, that's, that's right. Um, but uh, who else we got? Uh, we got Chas- Nath Tenzent. Nath Tenzent. He's a fucking. He's a fucking. <laughs> he flies a Y wing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, very particular about the, his Y wing. What squadron was he from? Maybe Hail Squadron. Yeah, because his squadron all died. Yes, he was the the lone survivor of his squadron. Um, they're all Y wings, I think. Again, uh, like yes. a full. So I think Hail Squadron may have been correct. Um. But yeah, his his squadron was like, well, they were like back in the rebellion. They were mostly pirates and scoundrels and like criminals, basically. It just says Nath Tenzin's squadron. Mm, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he he like really respected his his squadron and like they respected him. Like they were very tightly knit. But then they all died except for him. He yeah. ma- he managed to survive. So something just stood out to me on here. What? I'm looking at the the Wikipedia page for Nath Tenzin, and mm-hmm. it says. Uh, 
well, first of all, it's like the physical description part. Species, human, uh, um, gender, male, hair color, dark. And then it says in parentheses, receding. Yeah. Uh, and then it says skin color, tinged with brass. Tinged with brass? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that Which means. I've never heard that kind of description for someone's skin. Tinged? Tinged with brass. With brass, yeah. Yeah, but he's kind of, he's the, the gruff. Yeah, he's a gruff kind of wild card, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not, they I had would to, say like, definitely. go seek him out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then he offer was, him money. <laughs> yeah, he was reluctant to join in, and then it was like, well, all right, fine. Um, and then, who we, we talked to, yeah, we talked about... Yeah, that's Eric. everyone except Kairos. Yeah, Kairos, yeah. Who is very mysterious. The most mysterious out of the fucking group. Um... I don't want to look, actually. I don't want to go to Kairos' page. <laughs> yeah. Just in case the second book he has more, opens yeah. the door more. Um, which it might. But Kairos, to our knowledge, is just super mysterious. Wears a mask all the time. We don't know what species she is, nope. even. Nope. We really don't know anything about her. I think she has two lines in the entire book. Like, two vocal lines. Which are, make it right. Right. And something else that I can't yeah. remember right And then now. she when she tells her story... It's all like like it's signed kind of, but like in the sand. Yeah, she's like pouring out dust. Yeah, which is really, really neat. neat. I want to see it. I yeah, wish I could see it visually. I couldn't really understand like her story. It's just like the empire came and attacked her village, mm-hmm. and she like fought them all off, essentially, and she became like a great warrior, and then she joined the rebellion. Because I know that. In the description, it like it showed like that something resembling the fire, like the phoenix thing. Oh the yeah, rebellion. yeah. Firebird, I think. I don't yeah. know. I thought that was specifically like the rebels one. Well, yeah, I know, but it's like that's kind of like what yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sort of like representation of it. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's all. Of yeah, our that's squadron. that's our, our our main cast really. Our our team, our squadron. Um, there's other characters: Karen, Aiden. Uh, we got Harris and Dula. Uh, IT. ITO. ITO, thank you. Uh, um, interrogator droid. Yeah. Is who that is. Um, also, I want to say, we said it last time. Well, not, uh, last time we covered something. Yeah. Uh, we covered TIE Fighter, Star Wars TIE Fighter, the, mm-hmm. the comic series, comic miniseries that's connected to this. Mm-hmm. And we were like, I don't know, I didn't fully get into this, but I think it's because we don't know Alphabet Squadron really, so... Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it more later. Really didn't change anything for me. No. Maybe a little bit. I, I understand think, Shadow Wing better now. Yeah, I think they're cooler. Like, they're yeah. very effective. They're, like, oh, yeah. the most effective TIE Fighter Wing in what remains of the Empire. But the thing that surprised me is none of the pilots from TIE Fighter, mm-hmm. none of the those Shadow Wing pilots, uh, like Teso Bruch or any of them, mm-hmm. have anything to do with this book. No, I think they to our knowledge at least. I think they mentioned Taso Bridge. They mentioned Taso Bridge at the very end, uh, when the little twist ending happens. Mm, okay, that's that's it to my knowledge. Yeah, and I was like, it's it's really loose, Un- very loosely unless connected. Unless any of the Tie Fighters that appeared in this book or were killed in this book were some of them. <laughs> yeah, which I don't remember. Well, because well, think... they never say them by name. They they no. just call them like Blink or Char. Yeah, they give them like different nicknames. Yeah, which is which is harder for us to figure out. Yeah, and then I think multiple of them die. In so the, I think the, the yeah, storm. Yeah, I think a few of them die in in the last the last yeah. battle of the book. Honestly, one of the coolest parts of the book. Yeah, like, well, yeah, that's what that's really what the book leads to is yeah. that climax 
Which is really fucking good, I think. Because it's, it's what I wanted earlier on when Will was talking to Blink. Yeah. You know, because Will's just a nice guy. <laughs> he is. He's Will's, super nice. He's a little too nice for his own good. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, when... That, he's I, not naive, though. Like, no. he, he he fully knows, like, what he's doing. But, um... Yeah, he's just a, he's an optimistic, nice guy. Yeah, when, just he, how he was raised. when he first was talking to Blink, one of the TIE Fighters, because uh, they were just, like, whatever mission they were doing at the time, it was basically just sort of like a standoff. Like, yeah. The, the Empire was over here, and the Rebels were over here. The hell, yeah, the Hellion was, like, still trying to get through the... Right, that's what it, that's what the mission was. It was the... The, the something, something cluster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... There's the Hellions oh, Dare. Oh, 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 something. I think it starts with an O. There's so many different locations in this book. <laughs> yeah. The dry, Dryer Keen? No, that's that's no. a different cluster. That's mentioned, it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also mentioned, I just saw it on here, they mentioned the Ring of Kufrin at one point, and I like that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a big thing. I think in Nath, Tenzin may have mentioned it. Yeah, because he was, like, talking about different places that he had done things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Keep talking. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. But, uh, oh, yeah, so the, it's the Hellions Dare and uh, the not the Pursuer, because the Pursuer is in the hands of the grand, of Grandmother. Yes. Um, Colonel, whatever her actual name is. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a V or something, I think. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so they're kind of in a standoff where they keep making hyper jumps, but, like, the they keep following them through the, the cluster. Yeah. Um, and so every now and then they have to, like, they do starfighter battles just to, like, keep themselves uh, afloat. Yeah. And the first two, I think, the the New Republic kind of wins those uh, those standoff, standoffs. Um, but then the last one is where um, Hay, Hail Squadron? No, no, no. Hound Squadron. Hound Squadron and Riot Squadron lose... All of their pilots, except for Jasna yeah, I was really sad, and actually, Will Lark. Yeah, because I really liked uh, his the guy's name, the Bird Frog. Uh, Sadanik. Yeah, Sadanik. Yeah, Sadanik. Yeah. yeah, we because for a long time we were just following uh, Riot Squadron and Hound Squadron. Yeah, as they kept going out and doing different things like that. Yeah, like they would the, the, they would fight and then they would come back in, land on the Hellions Dare, and yeah. then just kind of chat, do whatever. And each time there was less and less of them. Yeah, they were, like, slowly, like, getting picked and off. you would get to know these characters, and then they would come back with less of them. Yeah. Because uh, they were, like, it was Riot Squadron and Hound Squadron getting to know each other mm-hmm. and getting more comfortable with talking to each other. Uh, and then eventually they became Riot Squadron because, yeah, they, they because there wasn't, wasn't enough to be two two squadrons. Yeah, so they became one kind of big squadron. But... I, can't, I can't find this cluster, by the way. Okay. Um, but that's all right. Um... But yeah, so they so yeah, as the story progresses, like following the Hellions Dare, these pilots are slowly getting picked off, picked off. But like they're still like resilient about it. They're still like holding off and like doing everything that they can to protect the Hellions Dare. Because the Hellions Dare has information that they're trying to get to the to the New Republic mm-hmm. that they just simply can't because they're in this cluster. Or dare? Or the Or Dare? Or Or Dare cluster, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um I'm just Ordal. Ordal cluster. Thank you. Um, yeah, so they're just running through through the Ordell uh, cluster and trying to get new information to the to the New Republic, which I can't remember what the info. Oh, the information was that I think it was the information about Pandemni. Probably, 
that like there's been yeah. like there's Hell been... Squadron is also a thing. Okay, see, I was right. I was like Hell Squadron, Hound Squadron, Riot Squadron, Alphabet Squadron, Vanguard Squadron, Vanguard Squadron. <laughs> um, which I was kind of hoping for more Vanguard Squadron. Just they're cause... just kind of mentioned, really. They're the attack yeah. group. They're the main well, attack group. From see, what I good. yeah, <laughs> that's like the main thing that they hammer on is that they're pretty dang good. Yeah, they're the main attack uh, squadron for the Lone Star. Right. Right, right, which right. is the which is where which, Alphabet Squadron I, is based out of. I will say, after reading this, I'm a lot more excited for uh, squadrons. Squadrons, yeah, because I'm assuming we're going to be working out of the Lone Star. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we've seen Hera. We yeah, know, we know that it's about Vanguard Squadron. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming we're going to be working under Hera Syndulla the whole time. Probably before Alphabet Squadron is there, though. Yeah, probably. It's kind of my guess, but I'm assuming uh, it's the 204th. Yeah. Uh, could it could but, be? Uh, maybe. No, because like it seems like Karen Aiden was the first one to be like, "Hey, yeah, the two hundred and fourth are." It depends on if it's before or after. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Uh, which we don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh well. Anyway, uh, yeah. The Riot Squadron and and Hound Squadron get a like destroyed, and Will ends up saving Chas because Chas is gonna do like a basically a suicide run. Trying to take yeah, as many it's like just them. Yeah, they're trying. She's trying to take as many like ties out as she can. Yeah, because but they, then he shoots her. I think with an with an ion blast. Yeah, because the dare is like definitely going down. Yeah, it's it's and it's so dumb. the people on the Hellions dare sent will uh, jump, jump coordinates, coordinates and the info that they needed. Yeah, and so like it's no longer protect the dare. It's protect Get, this go. info and go. Yeah. And so he shot, like, one of the wings on her B-wing mm-hmm. so that she couldn't fight anymore. Yeah, and then she... Well, they, they were they already... They both had the coordinates, and yeah. then they jumped. Mm-hmm. And then she got pissed at him for a large amount of the book. Yeah, but that's where we'll leave off with them, because that's, like, the main... Yeah, that's we the main talk act- about Erica first. Yeah, that's the main action that's happening throughout the book. You kind of cut back, yeah, yeah. back towards that. Erica Quell, you start out on uh, uh, Traitor's Remorse. Yes. Which is just a place where, like, defecting Imperials go. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's essentially where they process defecting Imperials. Kind of like, like that ship that got blown up in the TIE Fighter comic. Yes. Because that's why they blew it up. Yeah. Because the Imperials found out about it, so they went and attacked it and blew it up. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was Traitor's Remorse. So did I, and then I remembered yeah, that it blew up. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, so Erica is there just watching these new like these new defective Imperials, uh, not defect defecting Imperials come in, um, and she's she's like constantly saying that like they get worse and worse by the day because yeah like ever since um, oh Operation Cinder which is like a huge plot point of, of the whole story, like I mean the, anyone who was like still with the Empire after that point fully knew what like that this was no longer like the Empire before yeah. like this is. Like, we're just destroying things because we have to. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she she left after... Well, during Operation Cinder. Mm-hmm. What was that planet that, that she helped destroy? I can't oh, remember. N- yeah, it starts with an N. Yeah, I just saw it, and I was going to bring it up earlier, but we were talking about other stuff. I keep on, like, thinking of Navarro, but it's... it's Not clo- Navarro. It's, it's close to that. Uh, Necronus. Necronus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... They like, bring that up all the time. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Operation Cinder is a big part of this book yeah like, it, it, i didn't realize it was gonna be i mean for real it's like it's her it's like her crucible essentially right it's like her motivation yeah so that's what sends her over the edge where she's like you know what i can't do i can't do this anymore 
like I have to leave and, and actually try and be helpful um, to the New Republic or the Rebellion. I don't know when she left. I will say, if I were ever to make a put-together, like, order in which to experience Star Wars mm-hmm. things, like reading or watching or playing, I would say play Battlefront Two before reading this. Oh, absolutely. Like, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's like during Operation Cinder. Like, yeah, you're going to really understand Operation Cinder much better if you play the game first. Yeah. Um, and also the, the the red, like, Emperor droid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it technically makes its first appearance in that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's another thing that you'll have a better visual representation of it. I like that... I still can't remember her name. Yeah, um, I was trying to find it. Yeah, uh, grandmother. Grandmother. She refers to them as wraiths, and I, yeah, I, I really love that description. They're just like the glass, like the black glass, and like when it just doesn't have a, his face, you know, because mm-hmm. they're just not going to talk. It's just there, watching. It's watching her, um, and she's like super stressed out about it because she's like, "Well, what are we supposed to do?" Like she doesn't know what to do after Operation Cinder, so she's just doing her own thing because this thing's not giving her any more orders. And yeah, she's who she's the one who basically got to Pandem Nia and was like, "All right, we're gonna run operations from here because it's a resource rich planet. It's gonna be hard for the the separatists, rebels, uh, the New Republic. She yeah, calls them like yeah, all three yeah, yeah. separatists most of the time. Yeah, um, it's gonna be hard for them to come and try and take it over. Um, and so she she was like, "Yeah, this is a good place." She gets like little factions or star destroyers of, of Imperials to come and like basically join her group. Shakara Nares. Shakara Nares. Colonel Shakara Nares. Yes. That's right. Yeah, because she doesn't like Grandmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like Shadow Wing is the, is the people who gave her that, yeah. that nickname. The, she's the main like connection between the comic and the book. Yes, she's like, she's you, very you much get to know this. her in the in the comic a bit, and then yeah, like she appears like twice in the comic, mm-hmm. I think. But um, but like you you know that she's like in charge. Yeah, you get to know her more in this book than anything, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, she yeah, she's pulling the strings. She knows what she's doing. She's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> and like in all reality, I think she is the main villain of this book. Yeah, if there were to be one. Yeah. Yes. Um. I mean, because Shadow Wing is, like, obviously the, the big looming yeah. threat, but she's running Shadow Wing and, like, the Imperial Remnant there, mm-hmm. um, which is neat. And, I mean, she's compelling in a way, kind of. But, like, she was, she, I think she was on the side of the Republic at the uh, during the Clone Wars. Because she keeps on saying that, she, I, they, that they won the Clone Wars. Yeah. And, I mean, the Republic became the Empire. Yeah, but, like, no one really won the Clone no. Wars. Palpatine won. Palpatine won the Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he was fighting himself, so of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was going to win the Clone Wars. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's... I don't know. She's she's cool, because she's, she's really old. I mean, she came from that era. Mm-hmm. All the way, and survived all the way into this one. Yeah. Um, which is which is neat. But, um, where was I... Oh, we were talking about Yeah, we were talking about Well, yeah. I was like, where were we going? Basically, like... We're on Trader's Remorse, and things aren't good. No, they're real. They're real bad. People like, are blowing up the place. Yeah, and it's like a normal thing. Yeah, <laughs> like she she said, like this is the like. There's another explosion in this book that we witness, like on Trader's Remorse, and yeah. it's the closest that she's been to an explosion. But like, she, she's just, witnessed like two or three others. Yeah. The um, the first two characters we meet are Quell and Ito. Yes. He's just like he's he's a former. Imperial interrogator droid, mm-hmm. like torture droid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who is now like a counselor. Yeah. The therapist. He's a yeah, therapist. he's a therapist. So he's like getting her I guess just trying to help her fit in mm-hmm. with the new Republican whatnot. And her story throughout the book is kind of confusing, but not really. a, a little bit. Like, you get more clarity on it at the end, yeah. which I can't super remember right now. But, like, I know that she basically, re- like, she recounts, like, her story she, of, like, what happened on Necronus, I yeah. think. Yeah, she, like, is very regretful about Necronus. Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> but then her commanding officer, which is... Uh, uh, Soren Keys? Soren Keys. Major Soren Keys. There we go. Yeah. I was, like, trying to think of his title. Yeah, Major Soren Keys, who, like, she looked up to and all this shit, like... Yeah. He he went through with Operation Cinder, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Should we talk no. about, like... This, you really found find out about the beginning of her, of her story at the end of the book. Yeah, Should we just talk about that, we, then? We could, yeah. If we're talking about her story. All right, because... I guess the biggest spoiler to come out of this book, I not guess. Not really. No? Because we don't have to talk about that. Oh, okay. Um... But, yeah, Major Soren Keys, like, finds her crashed on, or maybe not crashed, but on, uh... They shoot her down. Uh, on Necronus. Yeah. You know? And he, like, finds her and basically tells her, like, you shouldn't be in the Empire. No. Like, I'm going to be, we're all doing this, uh-huh. but I can see it in you that you, you aren't... Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Actually, I think he says that he he's not going to be. He's not going to stay in the Empire, but he's not going to the Republic. Mm-hmm. He's just leaving the Empire. Yeah. But she, the, he says that she should, should go to the New Republic. Yeah. That she's got the heart for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that he disagrees with Operation Cinder, too. Like yeah. He, he left. Um, but then, you know, she goes to the New Republic, and uh, we meet Karen Aiden. Yeah. Who ends up being a big part of the book? But yeah, I mean, he's like, uh, he's her commanding officer he's like in, the, in the NR. Behind Alphabet Squadron, he's the next main character. Yeah, because he's he 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 formed Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, uh, he recruited Quell, which uh, I mean is a good. He created a working group. A working group. That's right. Um, and ITO is his personal is his personal droid. Mm-hmm. Like so, he goes. I don't know. I can't remember. In this, they they do explain how they meet, right? Oh, because he was in an Imperial uh, prison that's only meant to be, like, for, like, if... They, they hold you for, like, like a couple months, I think, yeah. at most. But, like, he was there for, like, two or three years. Yeah. And uh, he met ITO there, I think. Um, but, like, they they got out together, I think, something like that. Um, but basically, ITO is being a therapist, but also reporting on Quell to Aiden. Yeah. Which is, I mean, not great. Yeah. But, uh... I still like ITO. <laughs> yeah, ITO is one of my favorite characters. Like honestly, me. one of the most emotional droids that I've like that I feel like we've ever encountered. Yeah, especially toward the end of the book. Yeah, like he definitely like emotes a lot. Like they 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 go to a point to like really like as, as your friend. Yeah. But like even like in the hums and shit like when he hovers around it's like mm-hmm. the, like the characters know like and understand like his social cues essentially. Mhm. Just like he would understand theirs, which is just like it's, it's mind blowing to me, honestly. But I just I like that, like how human he is. Yeah, emotionally. Yeah, emotionally. Yeah, which is I mean it's 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 neat. It's neat because droids, I mean they're droids, I but like they prefer when droids kind of have more to them like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not sure. just their programming. Yeah, but I feel like this is like the most that we've gotten out of like anyone. Yeah. I mean, like, Maybe. Three, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, after like being with three PO and R two for like a while. Yeah, three three PO, R two, BB eight. Yeah, like, those are those are standouts. But like in, in like the shortest amount of time and like the most like heavy hitting. I yeah. feel like this is like ITO. K two is kind of yeah, but K two like <laughs> he hides it. He hides it so much. <laughs> yeah, the, it's the comedy behind it. Yeah, is, like the I, I'll I'll be with you or mm-hmm. whatever. Cassian said yeah. I had you. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Um, but also, like, later on in Rogue One, you really see it. Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but we're starting this working group. Yeah. eventually be- becomes Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, because Karen is, he's not the head of intelligence, but he's part of New Republic intelligence. Yeah, and he's like, we gotta get Shadow yeah. Wing. Yeah, like, you know the ISB? The ISB is no more. So now it's the NRISB. <laughs> <laughs> the New Republic Imperial, Imperial Security Bureau. <laughs> uh, the NRSB. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what it should be. But I don't think they actually give it a name. No. It's just, they always say, they say New Republic Intelligence. Yeah. So I guess it would be the NRI. NRI. Yeah. What is, that's a thing, right? MRI is what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, the NRI would be the New Republic Intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's a part of that, and so basically he's like, well, Shadow, like, now that they're not building another Death Star, like... Shadow Wing is the greatest threat. Yeah, because Starfighter, Starfighter combat, Starfighter combat is gonna be, like, the biggest thing now. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like, taking out everything. Yeah, they they go out, they're they're just, they're being sent out on missions, destroying planets, and Yeah, they are, like, the leading force of Operation Cinder at this point. Yeah, exactly. And so Kiranaden is, like, trying to inform his superiors and shit they're like uh, yeah we know but like we have other things to deal with mm-hmm. especially because like setting up a government yeah especially because Chancellor Mount Mothma is like trying to for one trying to demilitarize yes, everything we know a lot about yeah um, and then two and just it's a struggling government mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I don't know if we fully know if it gets on its feet for like a good I, while I feel like more than most things in Star Wars this just by storytelling mm-hmm. set up exactly where in the timeline it takes place really well. Yeah, that like we know that Operation Cinder has already happened, so we're part of the way through the story of Battlefront Two. Yeah, but not all the way. Mm. We know that at this point, spoilers for Battlefront Two. Um, we know that at this point, uh, Inferno Squad has broken up. Yeah, uh, that Dell and Iden are part working with the New Republic. Republic yeah, that. They've already helped Leia on Naboo because mm-hmm. Opera- Operation Cinder didn't work mm-hmm. there. Um, but we obviously haven't gotten to the end of the story. We haven't gotten to the Battle of Jakku. That won't be for a few years. Yeah. Um, we also haven't gotten to Aftermath yet. But they mention uh, Ray Sloan and Valco Pandion. Yeah. And the idea of them reworking the Empire. So I think maybe the first Aftermath book may have taken place. I think this is... Before their meeting on on Akiva, though, I don't know because I feel like if they're talking about the reworking things, then I think at that point, yeah, because they're both still in the in the second one. I was yeah. like, they've they've if that's been out, like if the New Republic knows about that, and if that's knowledge that they that, that's just out there, then yeah, that makes sense. Then I feel like the first book would have happened, and this is probably not too far after the first book, mm-hmm. because I think. She, yeah, Valcopanion is still trying to get power to himself, but they're also like, they in the book they kind of compare Sloane and and um, Pandion on kind of the same level. 
Yeah. Which is like big because she has like one of the last superstar destroyers that they have. But maybe that's maybe if it is before aftermath, maybe that's why. Like they're just sort of the biggest names in the empire yeah. left out there. Yeah, which would make sense. So I guess it, it could have happened or it could yeah. still I, not I'm be not positive. Yeah. I believe this book is like in, in lists it's set before I mean it, <laughs> you can <laughs> this book has a timeline in it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Where's it at? Where's it at? Actually, I think this is before. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it has it listed before aftermath. It so, can't be too long before. Yeah, though, no, definitely it's, not. It's like, they're, they're in the same year. Yeah. So like, same few months. Yeah. Um. That's that's real neat. Um, yeah, I feel like it set it up very naturally, like the timeline, mm-hmm. um, without having to directly tell us. Yeah. I mean, it helps that we've already. Been through Battlefront Two and like yeah, also yeah, no, read yeah. <laughs> uh, Alphabet, uh, not Alphabet Squadron. God damn it, Aftermath. Aftermath. They start with similar noises. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it's a, it's still a period of civil war. Like the Galactic Civil War is still very much going on. Yeah, it won't it won't end for five years. Yeah, but like it's it's like the wound of the Death Star Two explosion is still very much yeah, like alive. Fresh. Yeah, it's very fresh. Um, which and, and I, the NR honestly, is not super set up yet. One thing I'm really excited about with this trilogy, and because I, I and just to finish the aftermath trilogy because I still haven't done that, mm-hmm. is I want I think we're gonna get most of I mean we already have with aftermath, but even more most of just the story of the Galactic Civil War from the Battle of Endor to the Battle of Jakku. Like yeah, just what what fills in those five years? Yeah. Which I mean is what aftermath is already. Yeah, but, but they but they do time like. But this is more directly related. Yeah, life debt takes place over like maybe a year. Yeah, like there's a lot. Like it takes a long time for them to take back Kashyyyk. Like yeah. it's it's a long time. But I think this will be even more directly related. Yeah, I think it'll to it'll the New Republic. Yeah, it'll definitely deal a lot more with like individual events. Like this is what else is going on. Do like, you think this will go to the Battle of Jakku? I hope the third book. Well, because yeah. I, I mean, I guess we don't even know what the second book is about. That's true. Um, if Alphabet Squadron shows up at the Battle of Jakku, I'd fucking love that. Because why wouldn't they? What if we get to play through the Battle of Jakku again in Squadron? <laughs> That'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be cool to keep seeing that from a from different yeah, perspective. But it'd be better. It would absolutely be because I recently played that but the Battle of Jakku level. It's very much not about the battle. No, it's more like it's more it's more objective based. Like. Hey, you're an X-wing. Get to the ground. Like, well, disable the... this star destroyer. Go back up to the ground. Hey, help help destroy these AT-ATs. Yeah. Go back up to the up to the sky. The main thing with that is that it's not about the Battle of Jakku so much as no. it's about Aiden Versio. Yeah. And her relationship with Dell and her father and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be neat to see just Vanguard Squadron or whoever, uh, just experiencing the Battle of Jakku, mm-hmm. like seeing that battle for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope so. I won't be upset if we don't, because I'm not expecting too much from that game. Yeah. Uh, but I would very much like it. Yeah, no, I'm like, after reading this book, I'm, I'm definitely more excited about Squadrons. Mm-hmm. I'm just more excited about more Star Wars. I'm more excited about Shadowfall. It'd be cool if you get to work, uh, depending on when the game takes place, it'd be cool yeah. if you get to work alongside Alphabet Squadron or something at some yes, point. Yes, I would very much like or that. Or play as them, even. You could. We could essentially do the Pandem Nye too. 
Yeah. The battle, the battle Pandem Night, which would be interesting in that game because already, like in the book, it's interesting already because it's a gaseous planet that is very explosive with any sort of like energy. It would be cool if we didn't already know that the planet in the game was Yavin, was Yavin Prime. Yeah. Because <laughs> that could have just been Pandem Night. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been cool, but I mean, we'll see. I yeah, don't know. We, there's new stuff that we haven't seen. Like they've already said that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Um, but, but we, we've strayed quite a bit. Well, oh yeah, we but, have. I mean, but... it's honestly been more on topic than most of ours. Yeah. Cause we're still talking about like what, like, well, the, like the, the crew of the Lone Star, like just everything about yeah. that and then the Imperial Remnant and all that, because it's very heavily involved with all this. And honestly, this kind of stuff is what this show is for, really. For yeah. Me. Especially for me. Yeah. Like, I just, I, sometimes I don't think of things Star Wars related and whatnot like this until mm-hmm. we end up talking about it like this. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll forget, and then I'll go back to the episode and listen to it and yeah. be like, oh, right. Um, I'm trying we, to think we, of we were talking about Quell. Yeah, she, she's not really trusted. She Okay, so it's mentioned throughout the book that the only reason why she's in, <laughs> I'm gonna just take a break yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And just come back with Alphabet Squadron. <laughs> oh. Alphabet Squadron is um, well because she was in, she was a part of Shadow. Uh, yeah, she was Shadow a part League. of the two of the two hundred and fourth. Yeah. And so she has the insider knowledge to know, like, what they would do. Yeah. So she's, like, kind of their main tactician. And for a while, she's, like, she's on the ground. She can't, like, they won't let her fly. Yeah, she wants to fly for a long time. Yeah, because she, like, Karen Aiden doesn't trust her. Like, mm-hmm. no one really does. No one really trusts her. Um, because she was, like, a, a kind of high up in, well, like, they're, it's their direct enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's exactly what they're facing. And so they don't trust her, and Karen Aiden is, like, looking more into her and more of her backstory. Because... Uh, like, it's the story that we told, which was actually like what happened with her and how she ended up joining the, the NR, was the real story. But like, she told ITO and ITO told Karen Aiden that it was a different she, story. That she was like, flew out. She refused to take part in Operation Cinder. Yeah. And that uh, Major Soren Keys and like two other Shadowing pilots died chasing her because yeah. she was like, she was maneuvering through like gas and air things and. She was fine, um, but they didn't make it. But so they so right off the bat they're like we don't like ITO was like you know she lied about something I don't know what but like the trauma it's, is real yeah uh, and so throughout the book they're just kind of looking into her and like trying to uncover what what really happened. Um, but yeah, eventually Karen Aiden just like well they're not getting along uh, after their first miss- mission uh, goes wrong because um, oh I guess I'm going like I'm jumping like super far ahead. Because at that point, Alphabet Squadron's, like, already together. Yeah. We were just sort of talking about, like, origins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Getting the, the band back together. Yeah. But, yeah, so they don't they don't trust Quell, and Quell's, like, struggling with, like, dealing with fighting against what used to be her old faction, which yeah. was the, the Empire. And, like, killing her quote-unquote friends. Yeah. She's, like, so basically, um, Aiden sends her out to go, like, recruit people for the working, uh, what, working force? Working group. Working group, thank you. Um, and I think that her first mission... To go get Naftenza. Yeah, to go get Naftenza. And at that point, um... She gets assigned a U-wing. Yeah, a U-wing pilot. pilot. And it's interesting. <laughs> Named Kairos. Yeah. 
because uh, Kairos doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, talk about Stone Cold for real, but like... Kairos uh, is so confusing to me. Yeah. But I love so, it. It's so baffling. <laughs> I, I love that, though. I love the mystery behind her. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping that we learn more. I yeah I hope I hope so too. I, you don't introduce a character like that to a series without like the slowly plans unraveling. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we don't get too much though because I feel like that'd be like unraveling. Unless it's like a big thing at the end of the story. Or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I mean, there's many ways they could go. About like if it. they reveal the 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 cover art for the third Alphabet Squadron book it's and it's Kairos on there, I'll yeah. be very excited. If they do five, like, I know they're not going to do five books, but that'd be fucking great. It would be neat to have yeah. Will and Nath. Yeah. But, uh, no, they've said that it's a trilogy, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kairos is, is the pilot of the U-Wing, um, and she takes Quell to the something hive where, right, uh, right, right, right. where Nath Tenzent uh, resides. He's just... He's just protecting this, this. I can't remember the fucking name of it though. It's called the something hive. I I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll look for it. Yeah. Like I know this isn't right, but what I want to say is the fallopian hive. Nope. Which is nowhere <laughs> even correct. But like that's the only thing that my brain can like try and replace the intro entropian entropian hive. hive. Thank you. <laughs> See, I mean, you get it. Yeah. No, that's just something totally different. <laughs> The Entropian High. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yeah, Nath Tenzin is an old uh, rebellion pilot who flies a Y-Wing. Um, we talked about this already, but, yeah. like, he resides on the Entropian Hive, protecting their interests and shit, and... Um, and Quell goes and, like, kidnaps him. Y- yeah. <laughs> well, no, not even that. Like, she's looking... No, f- he, like, kidnaps yeah, her. Yeah, he's then... looking for her. And she finds or he finds her, and knocks her ass out, ties her up, and starts interrogating her like, "What the fuck did do you want?" Basically, mm-hmm. and he can tell that she's like she's ex imperial just the way she carries herself, you know. Um, and so, like, she, she right off the bat they don't get along, but then uh, ITO comes in and fucking like shoots him. Yeah, darts him, and he's out cold for a while. But like, she waits. For him to come back to consciousness, they talk and actually like hash things out over like he's like bourbon. No. Yeah. Um he's like, nah, I'm good. My I'm done with that life, you know. Yeah. I don't And then apparently Kairos comes and offers him money. Yeah. Cool, because Aiden like sent her. Yeah, I mean you find out you find out later. And Quell like Quell had suspicions where like, where the fuck was was Kairos? And then like all of a sudden, like the like Nath Tenzin is coming, he's like, Yeah, give me the coordinates, I'll follow you through. Yeah. And she's um, like, uh, okay. She's like, okay, I guess. And then ITO is like, "You must have been more persuasive than you thought." It's like, <laughs> "They're pretty good ITO." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Nope, not at all." Um, and then uh, I gotta give props real quick to Safi. Oh my god, dude, for real. She's like, I know. I think she's my she's my second yes, favorite. Definitely second or third favorite audiobook narrator yeah. for me. Mark Thompson is first, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's either Jonathan Davis or Saskia Marleville. I love I love Jonathan Davis, but I think he's third for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I do think that Saskia Marleville has more range. Yeah, that, like she was able to cover every voice in this book really well. Really well. Her whereas, hair, like, I don't really impress me, honestly. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't think Jonathan Davis could do many female voices. No. And stuff. He's very good. He's amazing as Qui Gon. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, his young Obi Wan from Master and Apprentice yeah. is surprisingly good. Well, his Obi Wan in general is pretty decent. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I mean, he did. He also did Ken, the Legends Kenobi book. But, like, I didn't think he'd be able to properly do like the Master. Yeah, <laughs> like, the young Phantom Menace style. Yeah, Ewan McGregor, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was believable, and yeah. also his uh, uh, Avaroth. Oh yeah, real Avaroth. Real Avaroth, yeah. like sold that character. For yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rail's pretty good. Um, yeah, but no, her, her range is incredible because, like, we talked about this before, like, off air, where, like, she, her range, like, you can, you forget that you're listening to a female read. Yeah. Like, as male characters. Like, she's got different voices for Will Lark, Nath Tenzin, Karen Aiden, ITO, well, ITO, she's got, like, a, like, a voice. Yeah, but it sounds, like, yeah, it still sounds like a, like a, like a male, um. Like, it, it sounds like there's two different narrators. Doing the female voices and then the male voices. Yeah, and it's incredible because I feel like you rarely like feel like that. You know, mm-hmm. like you rarely feel like that's that's kind of how it is. Even with Mark Thompson, like he's good at doing the female voices, but it's still clearly a guy. Yeah, doing still female yeah, voices. Yeah. Um, like Sasuke Marvel just did really well. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Thompson is still number one for us just because like he sells everything. Yeah, he does so many things, <laughs> <laughs> and like a lot, like Thrawn, Han, Thrawn and Han. No, but his Thrawn is, like, the number one, like, yeah. really good thing about him. Thrawn, Han, Lando, uh... And all, all the Aftermath characters. All the Aftermath characters are fucking perfect. I mean, the range. Well, his Jazz and his, uh... Jazz and Maddie. Yeah, his Jazz and... And Sinjir uh, is very well, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, why can't I remember her name? Oh, Nora. Like, yeah, no, yeah her, his Nora and, and Jazz, I feel like, are the most distinct female voices that he has. Yeah, he has very memorable voices. Yeah. Even, Nua. even Mon Mothma, I think, was, was yeah. pretty good. Like, I mean, he, it's he similar, he captures it's similar the to, essence like, his, of Mon, his Mon Mothma. Generic female voice that he kind of uses for a lot of things, yeah. like Padme. Yeah. But, like, even, there's slight differences. Mm-hmm. Very much like D. Bradley Baker's slight differences in all the clone voices. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I could hear the voice and be like, oh, that sounds like Padme from Thrawn Alliances. Yeah. Like, it, there's subtle differences that make them sound more like that character. Mm-hmm. And I could never do that, I don't think. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> they, they're incredibly talented people, and, like... Jesus I think I can Christ. do some voices, yeah. but I wouldn't be able to do, It's like hard an to entire really cast. capture, yeah, to capture, like, all that. Just and sometimes, that sometimes it's not. Like, sometimes some characters will just sound like generic Star Wars characters. Yeah. Or just like, sir, we found... Looks or droids, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's there's stormtrooper voice mm-hmm. a lot of the time, um, but I don't know. We yeah. went off on a tangent. We did, yeah, but uh, we went off on a nap tangent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> voice acting is cool. Yeah, thumbs up. I uh, nothing against reading books, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I do highly recommend listening to the audiobooks oh, of many uh, Star Wars books. Yeah, I almost exclusively listen to Star Wars audiobooks because it's like an audio drama. Like they usually, yeah, they, they put a lot of production. They do into music, it. they do sound effects. Like in this one, especially of the I music, feel like, dude. They even though at the end it still said music by John Williams, mm-hmm. there was a lot of music in here that was not, not by, by John, John Williams. Williams. <laughs> which, I mean. Absolutely nothing against John Williams. No. Definitely never, ever. No. <laughs> um, but at, having listened to so many of the Star Wars audiobooks at this point, mm-hmm. I've heard so many of the same like tracks, tracks yeah. used for different situations. And sometimes it's a little off-putting because like, the, the tone of the music will fit the scene, but it'll still be like Yoda's theme used for something that's definitely not, not Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it'll throw me off a bit. Yeah. This time there was... It, I'm sure it was just like royalty free, 
like music that they found in some system, you know? Yeah. Like I doubt that they recorded new music for this. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't stuff just taken from the movies Mm-mm. that I'm I'm used to hearing in these, and so it was it was neat. I kind of hope well, they did because that more. it was definitely more like. Hey, Action let's music. find music that fits like in Star, like what the characters would actually listen to. Oh yeah, because they they also were using that kind of music for uh, for chess. chess. Yeah, uh, especially at the end when they were like at they were like having a party. Yeah, and Will specifically put on music that Chas listened to. Yeah, it's like this is this is mine. This is my music, <laughs> uh, which is is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I don't know why like recorded music seems weird to me in Star Wars. I know that it's not. Yeah. Uh, that like it's it's a thing that exists, but you don't encounter that very much. Uh, I mean, solo. I feel like. Well, not even solo. Solo. Uh, Return. I mean, Galaxy's Edge, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a DJ there. Yeah. Um, uh, Return of the Jedi. I'm just thinking of like Jabba, because like they just have their own like. I mean, it's music. Obviously, it's like in-universe music. Yeah, but I mean, like um, some something that's got to be on some kind of. Oh device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how she got them. She said, she said something about discs. I think. Yeah. But like, I the way I think it's like kind of you know how like the, the Death Star plans yeah. like look like, kind of like those things, like it's like a floppy disk with a CD in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a giant floppy disk with a handle with a CD in it. Yeah. And you just download that shit. <laughs> um. But I mean, like we hear. Uh, there's a specific word for it that I can never remember, and I really should. Yeah. But uh, you know the in-universe music. We've oh. we've heard that since A New Hope. Yeah. Really, with the uh, the modal nodes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I didn't realize it until recently. I think specifically with Galaxy's Edge, that like it's not just these bands that play it. These bands also go to like recording studios and like and yeah release their music across yeah. the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to learn more about that, but I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing that they're going to go into detail in. Yeah, who knows? I, uh, I would love it. Could it be in like the, from a certain point of view stuff like that? Yeah, there stuff. was a whole story about yeah. the modal nodes in um, the first one. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get many, that's totally off topic, <laughs> but I wonder if we're going to get any uh, like follow-up stories from the A New Hope one in Empire. That would be cool, but... I, I, I would like... expect it from things like Boba Fett and mm-hmm. characters that actually cross over. Mm-hmm. But probably nothing from, like, exclusively A New Hope characters. No. We're not going to get, what did Wooher do after he left Chalman's Cantina? They're going to get another, like... Jot. I hope oh we get Jot. That'd be incredible. <laughs> if we get a follow-up of Jot flying around the galaxy... Yeah. That's my dream come true. God, I hope we don't get, like, Jot is still on Tatooine in, like, Revenge of the, uh, Return of the Jedi. Like, he he's never at, was he's, able to leave like, he's, at, he's at Jabba's palace, and, like, doing something. Because you see Jawa's over there. It's just yeah. like, oh, God. What no, if... he left. No, he... He, he went he, to Angerhead. He, he, he got off him. Tatooine. Oh, I wish I oh, had... Oh, Chandler. Yeah, I bet you do. God damn it. I didn't do anything about that, because I didn't realize this episode was so, <laughs> yeah. so long. Uh, I guess that wasn't actually... Yeah. Um... God, I'm trying to think back to where the fuck we were already back in the uh, Well, we covered Quell, Tencent, like their origins. E- yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, That's right, because she's getting the team together. Oh, that's right. So, there you go. You've got three of them already. we that... covered Will and, and Chas as well. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you've got the three that are, that are still interacting. Kairos, Quell, and Nath Tenzin. And then you have They're all Will together already. Yeah. Will and Chas, at this point, like, they're... So while Quell, uh, oh, we did this kind of perfectly, actually. <laughs> yeah, while Quell, Kairos, and and Nath 
are like still trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing and like what to do about uh, the two hundred fourth. An A wing and a B wing show up. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's like like all the stuff with the Hellions Dare is still going on, and like that's when when uh, Will and and um, Chas show up. Also, someone else shows up in the story that really drew me in more and pulled the story together for me and got me more interested, uh, which is Harrison Dula, General yes. Harrison Dula. And honestly, I love that they introduce her with her own, like, chapter. Yeah. <laughs> All about her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it really pulled me in more. Yeah. Uh, that was also around the time that we start seeing the story of some other random dude across the galaxy somewhere else mm-hmm. uh, named Devin. Devin, yeah. Well, in, the, in his first chapter, it's just Stranger, I think. Maybe by yeah. the end of it, he goes, he starts he, going by Devin. He's a Syrian bartender. Yeah. Who sells him out to some to the local gang members. Yeah. In Tinkertown. In Tinkertown. And he totally kicks her ass. Yeah. So much so that he meets the fucking boss of the, the gangsters and burns the whole fucking building down. <laughs> <laughs> well, he first he trains the entire town to fight against them. Yeah, which makes the gangsters notice. It's like, oh, this guy's new and he's teaching them how to fight back. Yeah, and he's like, hey, you could join us. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's, he's like, well, it's like, it's like, hey, you could join us, or like, you could just get the hell out of here. And, and he's like, like, or I could burn your uh, place I've, down. I've made my choice. And that's the end of that first part. Then when you come back to him, it, he's like, yeah, so Devin was walking out of a burning building. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, it just randomly cuts back to Devin. Yeah. Um, I think he's like got like his different adventures. He's got like three main things, I think. Yeah. Where it's like, he's just a, a stranger trying to sell like scraps and shit. Then he leaves Tinkertown to go to some other, like, friggin'... Well, he, he bounces around a bit. I yeah, think. yeah. Like, it, it, t- it says that he goes to multiple different places that we don't focus on. Yeah, but, like, he stays at, like, on some frigate, like, making, or, like, repairing ships and... Right, and shit. yeah. Uh, where he meets, like, another, like, ex Where he meets an ex-Imperial where, like, who's just a young, a young kid. Um, right, right, who, right. Like, it's just... Who's another mechanic. Um... They're just working. They get to, he gets to know each other. They get to know each other, but then Devin starts becoming suspicious because this kid's taking like garbage scraps. But then he starts taking like a like a power core, and then he's like, uh, "Hmm, hang on, <laughs> like this kid's building something powerful. Obviously, if it needs a power core and like other stuff." Um, and so he kind of like chases him down, like figures out what the hell he's still doing, which he finds out that he's building a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's going to freaking. Uh, Trader's Remorse. Yeah. To blow the place up. Yeah. Just like everyone is. Yeah. Um, that was the first, like, real connection. Yeah. And then, the two stories. and then Devin was like, hey, kid, like, you don't, you don't want to do that. Yeah. He's like, just, just leave, get out of here. Like, you know, just find something. Like, don't, because he's, like, the kid is, like, talking with, like, some sort of Imperial remnant who's telling him to do this. Mm-hmm. It's just a suicide mission, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, dude, like, just don't, you know, like, don't do this shit. Um, and he talks, he talks him out of it, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then that's when Devin's like, yeah, I need to get out of here too. I'm going to yeah. leave. And he ends up on some planet that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. We'll get back but, to that. Yeah. We, we, that's way further down. <laughs> yeah. Right so, now, Hera. Hera Syndulla. Dude. Uh, the, the, the Lone Star. Yeah. She's, I mean, that's the, really the only thing she's doing. She's like constantly busy, like just trying to like yeah. come up with missions and like paperwork and all the shit that she's doing. Yeah. Dealing with with her own fucking giant ass ship, but she's working with Karen Aiden now. Yes, because she's like, oh yeah, the two hundred fourth is a big deal. Yeah, 
Um, so like, well, look, I don't have any squadrons free for you because I've got to deal with all these other fires here. He's like, hey, it's fine. I've got a working group that I'm putting together. He's like, you mean you've got your own personal squadron? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I gotta say, I really hope that we get serious follow-ups on the rest of the Spectres at some point. Yes. Like, we're getting a lot of Hera now. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, obviously, we want to see Sabine at some point and yeah. what happened with all that that mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into. Yeah. But I want to know about, well, first of all, Chopper. Where's Chopper? Yeah, I feel like he should have made an appearance. Like, I was keeping an eye or an ear out for all these fucking droids that I'm, like, hearing. Yeah. And I'm like, God, no. like, they mentioned one. I think... They, they uh, did mention a C-series. Yeah, Nash, uh, I think Nath, Nath's droid is a flat top. Yeah. And I, that's what I was like, is that fucking Chopper? And no, he's, he is, is a C-series, but he goes by, like, R, or, no, 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 that's Quell's droid. He's, like, RZ something. I think. Uh, I mean, RZ-1 is what an A-Wing is. <laughs> oh, that, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Or RZ-3? I don't know. I don't I don't I can't remember the name of the droids, but like... It says indirectly mentioned C-110P. <laughs> C-series? Is the... Maybe. I guess. Um, but oh, it, it well, no, because says... at the end of that first chapter where they, where they introduce Hera into the book, she does talk about like all the specters. Yeah, I was like... going to say, it also says indirectly mentioned for Ezra Bridger and yeah. Aurelius and yeah. all the other specters. Wait, because so. she talks about her family. Like, yeah. And she's like, wait, like, she's like, well, how she would have judged this mission is like, well, it's okay because we're like experienced, but like for Alphabet Squadron, like unofficially, mm -hmm. she's like, no, this is, they're not ready for anything. But what is their first mission? Because they go off and quell, it's, it's all five of them now, right? Because they wait until... Until Will and well, Will got fucking beat Isn't up. It, I mean, same with Chat. Uh, one Chess. of their one of their first like real missions is when they go to that moon, right? Which where they find the, the temple. Oh, well, the pirates and stuff. No, no, no. Because first they do a, they they do one that turns into a combat mission. They're like, hey, go check out this source. Like all five of you, go check out this source, and right. it's it's not it's a non combat operation. Just go there, like make sure the source is fine, get the information, and come back. Right, and they go, and everything is like fine. This is the first time they're working together, and like Quell's being a real hard ass because she's like trying to treat them mm -hmm. like Imperials, but they're all fucking rebels, you know. They don't they don't fly that way, um, and so they're just having a hard ass fucking time. Um, and Quell goes Quell goes down with Chas, and like they fly down there, uh, and so does Kairos. I think um, like Kairos is just standing watching the ships. Uh, Quell and Chas meet up with the inf the informant. Oh, right. Okay, I skipped a big old thing. I just yeah. realized. Um, yeah, they meet up with the, the informant who's... Uh, Verpine? Uh, Verpine, thank you. Mm. Who's got a what broken protocol droid. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what a Verpine looks like. If we've ever seen one. I feel like we have. Mm -hmm. I think we must have. Anyway, they get the information. They're like, hey, you're going to pay me for this information, right? She's like, yeah, just give me the proof of all this merchandise you're talking about. It's like, well, uh, stormtroopers. Here you go. Look, a bunch of them. bunch of stormtroopers. Um, Whoa. What? Verpine. Whoa, those look like droids. Yeah, they look like battle droids. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with bugs. No wonder Chas couldn't, or uh, not Chas, Quell couldn't fucking understand the thing. And they needed a protocol droid. And they say battle, B1 battle droids are based off of Geonosians? <laughs> no no way no way um i mean loosely <laughs> <laughs> yeah compared to these things um but <laughs> yeah so oh so uh anyway oh, apparently it's verpine in empire's end that may be where i first heard it 
Because I was like, Verpine doesn't sound new. Empire's End and uh, the Cassian and K2 one-off comic. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Quell ends up seeing that, like, this informant is, like, I mean, it's it's good information. Like, there's a bunch of Imperials on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of Stormtroopers. Yeah, and, but, like, they're all, they're all, he said that they're all trying, paying him to get off-world. Because the situation where they're at is, like, shit. Like, they don't want to... Yeah. Like, they tried Operation Cinder, failed, and they're like, okay, we just want to leave. Yeah. You know? And she, like, feels super conflicted about it, because she was like, well, they're not... They're just trying to leave. Yeah, they're just dudes that, like, don't want to yeah. be part of the Empire And anymore. then th- this guy fucking sold them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she feels kind of shitty about it. She hates the, the informant, dude, but she's like, yeah, whatever, like, I have to Doing do this. job. Yeah. But then they get ambushed by more Imperials. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily Stormtroopers, just like... Because they said that they're in civilian clothing. Right. But, like, they're Imperials. Um, who, like, start attacking them. By the way, right around here mm-hmm. is the most confusing part of the book for me. Because yeah. I was having a hard time following already. Mm-hmm. And then it was that time that I told you about where I was listening to the book and fell asleep and woke up with the book finished. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to re-like find where yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. So I probably... I think I actually missed how this battle went gotcha. but i got it due to like them talking about gotcha. it gotcha okay so uh yeah chas and quell are kind of on the run um because chas is like okay we need to get all these guys out of here on like on the u-wing so they're trying to load everyone oh because this because the verpine has its own like cargo ship mm-hmm. um but like they're trying to get they they take the stormtrooper commander chas gets the stormtrooper commander to uh to the u-wing right Mm-hmm. Um, and God, what's your fucking name? Ka- I'm bad at names. What? Kairos, Kairos. Oh. Kairos, and like she gets surprised by Kairos because Chas is like trying to get the fuck out of there. She's getting shot at by a storm, by just Imperials, and fucking Kairos comes in, fucking wipes out of all of them because she's just using like crazy brutish tactics, mm-hmm. like cracking their fucking yeah. skulls and like beating the shit out yeah, of them. Kairos like, quite literally. is scary. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> But that's when Chas was, like, terrified of her, but, like, also, like, sweet, cool, you're cool. I don't remember if it's something that they actually brought up in the book or what made me think this, but at one point I had the thought and I was like, is Kairos a Wookiee, like, underneath there? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if they actually brought that up as, like, some theory that someone had, mm-hmm. but I was like, what a twist that would be. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that... Then... Well, especially, well, she speaks. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah, that's it's basic. But, like, I'm pretty sure they all think that she's human. If she's something else, then, like, that's something else we find out down the way. Yeah. But, like, but I'm pretty sure they all kind of think that they're, that she's but human. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's just something I thought of, but I thought that at some point someone brings up, like, she might be a Wookiee under there. I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. That would explain the it, brute force. It could be one <laughs> of the conversations that Will and Nath have yeah. when they're just fucking drinking. But, um, um I know yeah. that it's not. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they barely get out of there, but, uh, the Stormtrooper Commander is on, on, uh, I mean, have we ever had a Wookiee that speaks basic? Not so I, mean, I don't think it's impossible. No, but even in, like, Queen's Shadow and Queen's Peril and stuff, like, the Wookiee, like, representative has, like, oh, a translator yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. Um, that's, like, the main part that we've seen, like, Wookiees actually talk. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they basically end up getting off-world and they're, like, everything's going well until... There's uh, Thai bombers chasing them, mm-hmm. and then Will's like, "Really, Thai bombers? Like, is that all they got?" It's like, "Yeah, they must. That literally must be all they have." All of it, yeah. Um, and so, like, they're Thai bombers, which are still heavy hitters, but like, they're easy to kind of get away from. 
but the cargo ship carrying all the fucking stormtroopers gets shot down, mm-hmm. and so basically they fucking they screw up the mission essentially. Like it was it wasn't supposed to be a combat mission. They still mission have at that all. one stormtrooper. Yeah, they the, have the one stormtrooper commander. Yeah, uh, in in uh, Kairos's Ewing, mm-hmm. and that's when they get back to the Lone Star and they're like, "Well, interrogate this guy because this is <laughs> all we have." <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's weird because ITO is like he offers to to interrogate this guy. Essentially, she's going to torture him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Aiden's like, no, it's fine. I don't... I, I'll do it. Because, like, it's weird where he he doesn't want to interrogate this guy, but he doesn't want ITO to do it either because he knows that, like, it's... It's, like, essentially regressing for ITO. Yeah. Which is weird. And I love it. I yeah. love that, like, that... I hope that ITO is, like, a constant character throughout this series. Yeah, same. No, I fucking love ITO. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume he will be, especially because they set it up, like, as him being more part of it Yeah, at the end. yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they get that informant. They don't get much from him, I don't think. They just know about rumors about Panem Nye and all this shit. Right. Um, and so, they're, they get grounded, essentially, because Will, I think Will, again, gets fucked up. Like, they kind of, like, fuck up his A-wing, um... And, they, you know, so they just kind of grounded for a bit. Um, oh, no, Will gets fucked up in a training accident. <laughs> like, they're doing, like, they're doing, like, a mining, oh, yeah, they have like, their... a mining training thing. I remember, they have this whole, like, training simulator thing. Yeah, well, not even that. They're, like, actually but, flying. Yeah. And, like, he gets fucked up in an A-wing because one of the mines went off, like, badly. I guess he got chased off by another one. But, uh, so they're grounded for, like, four weeks. <laughs> and, like, during this time, like... When is it that, like... A bunch of people will try resigning. Um, it's after the mission, after this first mission, I think. Yeah, because, like, Quell's droid... Yeah, tries to <laughs> tries take the fall to, for it. Yeah, take the blame and resign. Yeah. Her astromech droid. Yeah, Chas tries to just leave, I think, mm. altogether. Uh, Nath, I think he just sticks around. He doesn't give a shit. just like, no. Yeah, it's like, no, you're, we fucking hired you. <laughs> like, you're <laughs> yeah. fucking staying here. Uh, Kairos what is, is just What is your droid's there. name? I don't know. I think that's the one that starts with R, but I can't remember. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he's an R series, but he's got a clear dome, which I thought was neat. Like you can see all the wiring and shit. Yeah, there. I like those looking those droids that look like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're grounded for four weeks, and Quell's like, "Fuck, we just, I just started flying again." Um, but yeah, she goes and talks to Hera. Like her and Hera kind of become somewhat of friends. Like they're just talking more, mm-hmm. um, because she's struggling with being part of the nr um but it's 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 a real it's a real neat thing oh okay mm. t5 is nath's c series droid oh, okay i'm just looking through finding droid names in the in the list here mm-hmm. continue um no but i'm trying to remember what happens after this mission because i believe like i said they're grounded for a while and quell starts going through like information oh she's like listening to like audio like data files and shit like, of Imperial propaganda and Operation Cinder shit and all this stuff, which fucking takes a big toll on her. She's barely sleeping. Yeah. Um, but um, she she's working through a bunch of shit, like, psychologically and emotionally and all this stuff. Um, D6L. D6L, that's her droid. I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it says date destroyed. Well, that's kind of a spoiler. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for... Just later on in this book. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be very careful and not yeah, find anything I, about I uh, Shadowfall. Yeah. 
um, she starts creating simulations for the team to run through, like in the like the in the simulation of the Death Star Two and stuff. The Death Star Two, yeah, she does that stuff. Uh, but then she also starts making stuff for like Shadow Wing. Like mm-hmm. they start training with that kind of shit. Which oh, Will Lark was also at the Battle of Endor. Didn't he was in Rise Squadron yeah. and they fought at the Battle of Endor. Nath, like break the simulator. Uh, yes, by going off by himself, he's like he's like this is just a simulation. Like we can we can. There's many points of entry, is what he said to like destroy the Death Star too. And like they they crash the simulation. Yeah. Because he went so far off trying to generate. Like, the simulation was trying to generate <laughs> stuff just for just it, him, and they won. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that. Like it just. Oh, I guess it did blow up. Yeah. But yeah. like it broke the simulation. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the fuck? And like Chas is like, well, this isn't fucking real, but I get to shoot stuff. And Will's like, I, I feel weird about this. Yeah. Um, because he was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that they're having a, huge problems trying. Like it's in the middle of the book where they're having a hard time, like trying to be a squadron. Yeah, because they all kind of hate each other. Chas is mad at Will constantly because, like, yeah. basically, he took away her chance to like die a heroic death, trying to yeah. like save the Hellions Dare and all this shit. And so she just kind of hates him at the, for that. Kairos is just fucking silent. Nath <laughs> is a dick. Yeah, he's he's a scumbag. Really, he's yeah, a, he just doesn't <laughs> want to be there. Yeah, and he's just kind of like doesn't give a shit about anything. Quell is an ex Imperial trying to get everyone together, but the wrong way because she's being very she's authoritative, like an Imperial. Yeah, um, and Will's just he's, Will. Yeah, he's just Will. <laughs> he's like I'm trying, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Will, but he's definitely not my yeah. favorite character. Like he's a neat little guy, but like I yeah. do love that all the problems that you just listed are like solved like they yeah. work they work together yeah they the kind of tend to, to work the even kairos out. yeah like, <laughs> kind of appreciates everything yeah um which is good stuff but they uh when do we, when do we get to the moon mission uh, like it, the this, it's the next thing that, really thing that happens okay. uh, pretty much like after they're like doing after they're stuck on the lone star that's when, when things really started to pick up for me yeah like that's when quell's well, like i said that about hera too yeah uh quell is kind of begging hera well she's talking to hera about like Sorry, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Like, I'm just trying to figure things out. She's like, hey, well, you got to get your squadron together because you're somebody, not acting like a squadron. Somebody has a heart-to-heart with someone else while they're, like, target practicing. I believe that's Quell and Nath. Nath, I think. Yes, but they also have a different heart-to-heart on the, on the moon. Well, it's not really a heart-to-heart. But, yeah, no, it's Quell, it's yeah. Quell and Nath where they're like, so like... She's like, are we supposed to do this? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, I made a friend on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... But yeah, they just kind of talk about like how he ended up there and like mm-hmm. how she, her whole thing. Um, but it's just pain and they don't really get through anything. Yeah. Then we, um, we go to a moon. But yeah, Quell talks to, to Hera about like the problems as a squadron. She's like, look, I'm going to send you guys on a, on a mission. It's just, it's a non-combat operation, but there shouldn't be combat this time for sure. <laughs> like she's like, go to this moon, pick up, pick up stuff supplies. From, yeah, supplies from an old base. Take you a couple days and come yeah. back. Yeah. She's like, okay, like it's she's sounds simple. Yeah, she's like, she's not happy about the mission just because it's a, it's but a, at least they are, get to do something. Yeah, she's like, at least they get to fly. Yeah, um, and like no one else is happy about it. Chas is like pissed off about it <laughs> because she's she's not a gun nut, but she very much likes blasting things. Yeah, um, but then this is the mission that pulls them together. Yeah, because like, they they all end up going. I can't remember the name of the moon. But oh, I was just looking at it a little bit ago. But yeah, they uh, the old rebel base. Turns out to be a, a Jedi temple. Yeah, which isn't unheard of. No, but it's it's neat. Yeah, uh, that, I like that they end up talking about the Jedi and stuff quite a bit. Yeah, like Nath is the one who knows the most, and like mm-hmm. talking about 
the the censoring of the empire of like the clone wars and all this shit oh is it unidentified moon with unidentified temple on it oh that's right because it's it's numbered it yeah. has like a number designation in the harkova system yeah that's like all we know there was another moon the grinning moon of jerusalem mm. what's that jerusalem sounds familiar but i don't like i don't know uh they mentioned general dodonna says the grinning moon of jerusalem was a moon that orbited the planet jerusalem located in the jerusalem system Great. Uh, when the pilots of the New Republic's Hound and Riot Squadron celebrated on Jerusalem, wait, when? Oh, uh, when the pilots from the New Republic's Hound and Riot Squadron celebrated on Jerusalem sometime after the Battle of Endor, the grinning moon of Jerusalem was visible in the sky. Hmm. Cool. Okay, so that was just it's like, like during the beginning the, of the, the book, Riot yeah. and Hound yeah. part. Um. So yeah, we're on unidentified moon. <laughs> yeah, they uh they they, they don't they like park hell far away like they hike for a whole day yeah, and then they set up camp and they start telling stories about themselves i think i don't know who goes first i think will probably does um talking about polinius polinius yes uh and just like their culture yeah. and shit which is we, really are, we already talked yeah. about this a bit and it was yeah. really neat yeah just hearing about all of them um and then will yeah yeah just will kind of opens up like being honest about his kind of mm-hmm. stuff and like how he ended up there um, what does Chas tell a story about? Chas tells a story about Jin, but like not even right, that day. Right. It's when they get to the temple, and that yeah. night is when she shares. It's, it's like this whole portion of the book where every once in a while it's like, this is the, the story, story they told. Yeah, and I really like that. Yeah, I like those aspects. It was really neat. I think the first night it was Will and Nath kind of told their kind of shit. Yeah. And they were talking to Quell. They were like, or Will was trying to urge Quell to talk about shit, and she's like, yeah. nothing to report. And then Quell leaves. Yeah. Because she's just kind of upset all the well, time. Well, but like she goes and like scouts out like where they're going. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Nath. I can't remember what Nath talks about. He just talks about his his old squadron and how like they were fucking yeah. scumbags and shit. But they and they were taken out protecting the shipyards yeah. on the the Thelonious. No, no. Uh, it's right. Something I I don't know. I'm not good at remembering these planet names. No, me neither. Which is normally a thing that I like to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically just shares that story about his Trench Novu. Trench Novu. Novu. Trench Novu. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, Trench yeah, Novu they, Shipyards, it there says there. Um, but yeah, they, they all got taken out by the 204th Shadow Wing, um, which is like the common thing here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's only, it's only Nath and Will who tell stories there. Yeah. Kairos tells later on as well. Yeah. Like the same night as, as Chess. Yeah. Uh, which I think is, uh, Kairos tells it hers first, I think. And then Chas. Yeah, because Kairos is just like, look, dirt. Yeah, and they're like <laughs> all mesmerized, like, what the fuck is going on? Because they, because like, Kairos is like hiding in the woods and then just appears. <laughs> yeah. And tells and her like, story like, with, what the fuck? with dust <laughs> yeah. and then disappears again. Yeah. And they're like, what? Uh. Like, Quell like, is, me- is staring at the sand. Chas is like mesmerized by the I'm whole story. I'm pretty sure the point of view that that part of the story is told from is Nath, though. Yeah. Like, he, it's, you're seeing it from his point of view of Kairos telling her story. Yeah. And then Nath has his interpretation of it, and he specifically is like, and I'm pretty sure we all interpreted it differently. Definitely. Yeah. But I think that was the point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just shows that, like, she's a great warrior, and, like, she took out a whole mm-hmm. bunch of fucking people she's by herself. Terrifying. Yeah. She took out, like, a whole, like, <laughs> imperial thing by herself, but, like, joined the, the Republic, or the, I guess, the rebellion at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was just like, yep, yeah, I'm doing this now. 
Um, but yeah, like everyone else is like so stunned by like the horrific shit that she did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like Will is like scared. Yeah. Chas is like super intrigued, and like Quell is like having an existential crisis. <laughs> um, I think during the day, I think during that day of like first loading all that shit, Quell and Nath have another talk. We're like, you know, we're not making much progress on this whole shadowing thing, but like, I know there is one shadow shadowing pilot here that I can take out, and it's like an indirect threat, but like, it's very clear, like that that's what he meant. And Laquell's like, "What the fuck, man?" It's like kind of a joke, yeah, but like not really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like that's his whole thing is that like yeah. that's why he came back really. Yeah. I mean, like, he got money, paid to money but, yeah. and the chance to take out yeah the entire the shadow wing that took out his squadron. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're not on good terms. No. Um, it's one of those things, like, it, it expressly said it in the book, like, it was said like a joke, but, but I don't think very, it was. Yeah, it's very obviously <laughs> not, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they so the Jedi Temple is the rebel base where they're getting all this cargo shit from, and, like, they all have, like, a like a, like a a spiritual experience going into there. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, from Chas's point of view, for the most part, in that, that part of the story. Where, like, they're all, like, looking up at the, like, the ceiling of this place, which is just, like, st- like, essentially a star map. A changing star map. Yeah. Which isn't, like, projected or anything by, like, a hollow map. It's just there. Yeah. And it's, like, the way the galaxy was before, like, during, like, before the Clone Wars, during the Clone Wars, and during, like, the Empire, and during Cinder, when things just started, like, disappearing. And, yeah. Like, and, like, just how the galaxy is now. And it's, like, it was weird to, like, not, like, she said it was weird to not, like, feel like afraid of like how the galaxy was now like it was at p it was more calm i guess because there was like after all this change like this is how things are settling down to be which i thought was neat um but yeah and then nath ends up talking about the jedi like it's like oh you got like the second revised history of, of all the the jedi it's like because he's talking to quell at this point where like it's like how how could there have been like a giant coup when there was only like a few jedi it's like well <laughs> it's like well that's like the second revised history like what I what I knew from like the officers above me was that you know there were thousands of there were thousands of Jedi, and like they I guess they were power hungry or some sort. They tried taking over the Chancellor at the time, which was Palpatine, and he just like he consolidated the Republic and the Separatist stuff into the Empire, which is and, all true. Yeah, that all happened, <laughs> but like to him, it's not exactly fact. It's like rumored fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's rumored that like, oh, the Jedi were like trying to overthrow the Senate and all this shit. And like, they were trying to seize power for themselves, which I mean, wasn't true. Yeah. But I don't know because the future was never set. So who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like they all have like a really fucking crazy trip mm-hmm. inside the Jedi Temple. Um, and then after that, they, oh, well, there's like a pirate ship that like comes in and like they're trying to look for shit. They're like on, yeah. they're just on edge a little bit. But, like, they get out of there just fine. They fly all the shit back. And, like, Hera's like, hey, good job. I got another mission for you. <laughs> and they're like, is, oh, is shit, okay. mission? Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to think what mission this would be. It could be another scouting mission. But I know it's more combat heavy. I actually fully don't remember what this mission is. It could be the Pandem Night mission. Because, like, I think while they're on the Jedi Temple, they're like, you know, Pandem Night is only, like, a few weeks away. Like, until, like, all the squadrons are free yeah. up to do Pandem something. Pandem Night is really all that I remember past this point yeah because they're like really heavily talking about it now where they're like trying to plan out shit and like quell is leading the attack like this is her plan and all this shit like is going down like she has interactions with the ito and all this shit like her deteriorating mental health um 
But yeah, after that, after the the cargo run, like her whole squadron is feeling a lot better. Like they're all like more of a squadron now. Like Will is like, so are we a squadron now? And then Chas like fucking punches him. She's like, yeah, we're a squadron now. <laughs> oh yeah, because I think yeah, during like, yeah on the planet she was like, when did she start liking him? <laughs> yeah, when did I start liking Will? Yeah, and that's when I'm like, I'm fucking shipping these two. Dude. Like, I, I was like, she's been mean to him this whole time, but like, they're gonna end up together. If it's not in this book, it's in the next one. I fucking. If it's not in that one, it's in the third. The one. third one. And if they don't end up together, then I hope they both die. If it's not in the third one, it'll be in the the thing much later on. Yeah, it'll be in Resistance Reborn. Resistance too. Reborn two. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, so uh, they're 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 much more of a squadron now. Quell kind of sees this, and it's like, I don't know how to get in on that, but Hera's right. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up getting the engineer, who's also a t- like a painter and a tattoo yeah, artist. Yeah, what's the shit. name of that engineer that kind of is just, just angry all the time? Just pops up every once in a while. <laughs> not, is she not angry? Not angry, think, but, but like, just she's like, just like very, very aggressively sarcastic. Yeah. Um, but she uh, Quell has her like end up doing like... Is it Rickton? Maybe? Rickton was a male individual from Kuralag who served as an engineer. Uh, that's an imperial. Yeah, that's the guy who's gonna do the bomb thing. Yeah, that's right. I remember the name Rickton. Um, no, but Quell gets gets uh, the, the engineer or something. I can't remember. I thought it started with an R, which is why I was looking at the Maybe? R's. Maybe who's Renunja? That was Maybe? from no Hound Squadron, I think, or or like Riot Squadron. Yeah, right? uh, potentially. Yeah. Was wasn't that one of the characters with like that one voice? I don't know. Well, I know Saturos Sat- female. From Riot Squadron. Oh, yeah. That ended up dying. Yeah. Because all of Riot Squadron died. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Quell ends up getting, like, a crest, ta- uh, like, painted on each one of the ships, like the Y-Wing, the U-Wing, the B-Wing, yeah. the A-Wing, and the X-Wing. I really want it. Yeah, it's uh, it's just the Alphabet Squadron crest, because everyone else on, on the Lone Star was calling them Alphabet Squadron, which just kind of stuck. Ragnall? And then, I don't know. Ragnall was a female sergeant who served as an engineer Ooh. and mechanic aboard yes. the New Republic's Lodestar. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's her. Um, oh, it also says, At one point, Imperial defector Erika Quell asked Ragnall to paint her new squadron starfighters with the Alphabet Squadron insignia. There you go. And then Quell also got a tattooed on her arm. Yeah. She's like, yeah, just in case if they find me out on the battlefield, they'll know where to send me. I was like, that's morbid, but I like it. <laughs> And then everyone else was kind of like, yeah. oh, Nath was like pissed off at yeah. first. Who the like, hell, hell touched my Y wing? <laughs> yeah. But like Chas was kind of yelling at first, but then she kind of started laughing with Will along with it. Will they, was like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think Kairos was just kind of like, hmm. yeah. Yeah. Just Ky- nodded. Multiple times throughout the book, it's like Car- Kairos uh, nodded agreeingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, they all kind of got that and that's neat. That's when, that's her way of showing that they're more of a squadron. I think at one point, like probably around the same time when they're all like actually becoming friends, Mm -hmm. uh, someone like tells a joke and everyone kind of laughs at it and it specifically is like Kairos nodded, (laughs) like in, in appreciation. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Kairos. Like that's their way of showing though that like Kairos is even kind of becoming part of this friend group. Yeah, um, they all kind of go for like drinks and shit before the whole Pan of Nine mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, on Hera, Hera fucking buys the drinks, right? Uh, right, right. And she's just like kind of telling everyone, "It's like you know what? I hope everything goes well, but like, yeah, like this is this is all we have." Like she she gives them hope essentially. She gives like a whole speech about about everything. Good, was great. Good at that. Yeah, uh, except for Quell. Quell and uh, Aiden are still still talking about like the plans and shit. Yeah, um, but then I think 
Quell and, and Hera have another heart-to-heart where, like, Quell's like, is it worth it? Like, is everything that you're... Like, just being a soldier, like, everything that you've done, like, everything that's happened. Like, and Hera's like, no. Worth? She's like, well, look around you. <laughs> like, there's your answer, you know? And I was like, I don't know what to get from that. Yeah. Um, Hera's like, it's up to you, really. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It is what you take from it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole pan in my mission starts, and essentially the plan is that Quell and Alphabet Squadron are going to be like this, the distracting force to lead out uh, all the the first attacks. Um, right. And so, uh, Panem Nye is super explosive, by the way. They, yes. I, I don't know if we mentioned that already in the yeah, episode if we talked about it before. Is very... Yeah, it's, it's a very gaseous planet, and mm-hmm. any little turbo laser, like if it has a high enough power, like energy like rating, it's going to blow up the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, they go in, like, they just send in Alphabet Squadron with, like, low kind of, like, they, they turn, like, their, their fucking, like, blaster things, like, down a bit so that they can fight and be fine. Um, but this is where I kind of get foggy on it because I listened to the, like, to the battle, like, a while, like, two weeks ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and I haven't finished the book again, but, like, I got through most of it. So. Um, this is where I take over? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I know that Alphabet Squadron does the first strike and then, like, that, uh, Honestly, if I were to explain it, I'd do it like much quicker than I should, though. <laughs> Honestly, I, well, like, I don't know. Um, just because, yeah, they kind of strike. They're striking on the because it, it's basically the Lodestar versus the Pursuer. Yes, but the Lodestar hasn't really shown itself yet because yeah, they want Alphabet. Yeah, they're they're, to hide, they're hiding. Yeah. Um, oh, because they, they want yeah, Alphabet Squadron to take out the Chill Generator, I think. Like, yeah. the first, like, line And Grandmother's like, well, it's just, like, a couple Starfighters. Yeah. <laughs> just send, like, a few Starfighters, a few, a few TIE Fighters and go. Um, and it, it's basically just this long, like, Starfighter dogfight yeah. battle Yeah, for, like, the rest of the book. Yeah, it's hard to see, I think, through the atmosphere, too. They're like, okay, yeah, this is where we're doing, thick. like... Yeah, I and think... there's, there's like... Bombs? Yeah. Chas, Chas goes in with the B-Wing, like, doing the heaviest amount of damage yeah. that she can. Will and Nath are flying together. Yeah. But they're... They're they're not doing much. I think they're just taking out fighters. I think yeah. Nath well, does go in for a, for a pass. I mean, Nath ends up doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Kairos is split away from everyone pretty much the whole time until she comes and, like, saves the day. I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Kairos what flies doing. low. Like, oh, okay. in, in the gas. And she's got, like, a couple ties. But, like, for a long time, nobody knows where she is or if she's even still there. Okay. Um, yeah, I know that Chas almost dies in the whole fucking thing because she's getting real fucking beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, friggin' Nath ends up just leaving secretly. Mm-hmm. Because he's been talking with uh, Will, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, he just decides to go and board the Pursuer. Like, mm-hmm. he finds a secret little way to get in mm-hmm. and leaves uh, the T5, the, his droid, mm-hmm. to just fly his Y-Wing around. Yeah. And not really do anything. Because, like, eventually Will's like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but Nath just, like, sneaks on and... Gets his way to the bridge of the pursuer, yeah, and listens in on the conversations for a bit, and then mm. suddenly is like, "What? I'm a grandmother." Yeah, I see. I, c- I couldn't I remember. If really like that part. Yeah, I couldn't remember if at that point if it was Karen Aiden or if it was Tenzin. Like, I, c- I just couldn't remember. No, it was Nath because he yeah. he wants to find the names of the fighters who killed his squadron. Yeah, and grandmother pulls him up, and she's like, "Oh, they're all dead." Yeah, and he's like, 
Mm. And he, like, has this internal thing, and he's like, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's <laughs> the like... lifespan of an Imperial pilot usually isn't very long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's kind of like, well, that's, I mean, that's that. What, what else do you want? He's like, well, nothing. Yeah. Also, that, like I said earlier, the red emperor droid is just there yeah it's just there fucking watching the whole time and yeah. it's like a big stress thing for her yeah and she's like what what do we do yeah. what's going on why are you here yeah <laughs> and then i mean like there's other stuff that i should talk about going on outside in the mm-hmm. battle but i'm just well, gonna get it, through this there's also a, ref- a refinery out like in the upper atmosphere mm-hmm. um but nath like talks to her for a bit and just like just, just basically like reveals everything about yeah. himself. He's like, yeah, I'm just here to do this. And, like, and this he's like, like, I guess if I can't kill them, I'll kill you. Yeah. And he does. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and then that's it. She's like lying on the ground and she's like, what are you here for? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the emperor droid. Yeah. The messenger droid. Because it's, it's like, it's like looking it's, over It's like her. staring at her. Yeah. As she's dying. Yeah. And she's like, I, there's nothing I, I can, can do, do now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to spill your secrets to anyone. I'm going to die in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Tell me what the plan is, what your purpose yeah. is, what are we doing? And it just stares at her until she dies. Yep. And I was like, dang, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how big of a fucking deal. Because, like, she was never happy about Cinder, but she complied with it because yeah. she thought it was part of a grand plan. Yeah. She knew she trusted her emperor. Yeah. I mean, which it wasn't. It wasn't, it, there wasn't anything to it. It's just like, fuck, no. you know? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I fully caught everything that actually mm-hmm. happens in like the battle outside. Um, I just know that a lot of like, like Imperials are st- starting to get out and they're like, okay, we got to fucking stop these guys. Yeah. And like, basically the, the thing that ends up happening is this like huge, extremely dangerous storm, like a bruise out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And Will being Will, and this is like one of my favorite parts of the book because Mm of I wanted it to happen earlier, Mm -hmm. Will does the same thing that he did earlier on where he just puts his voice on an open channel to everyone Mm -hmm. and is like, hey, we have to save everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I no longer care about fighting you. Well, the thing that I liked was that it was Quell's idea originally, because she was like, she was like, this is a rescue mission. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, she says it's a rescue mission, and yeah. Will is like, okay. He's like, good. And like, Ch- yeah. I think Chas gets, gets to it, and she's like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, Chas, like, decides that she's going to keep fighting. Yeah. But she's, her B-Wing is still on its last legs. Yeah. Like, it's fucking dying out but there. But Will is like, hey, this is no longer a battle. Yeah. Like, we don't, we're not fighting you, we... This is just a rescue mission. We have to save everyone. Trying to get everyone out, yeah. And the TIE fighters are like, okay. Okay, yeah. And just work with them. I think there was one fucking ship that was... Because they're trying to save the planet. Yeah. I think there was one ship that was like, nope, and just fucking kept on firing at, yeah. at Will. He's like, well, fuck, I guess I can't do anything about that. But, like, he's but still... don't... He's, like, pleading. But, like, he ends up working with, like, Blink and Char. Yeah. Uh, or... The ones that he thinks are Blink and Charge. <laughs> they have new TIE fighters now that don't have the problems from before. Yeah. Uh, but, event- like, it's sad. Like, eventually, he's like, he says that the one that he assumes is Char ends up getting blown up by yeah. the storm. Yeah. Um, but he, they're working with the TIE fighters, mm-hmm. uh, just working together to, like, save like everyone the, on this planet. Like, the, the city down there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because I'm pretty sure the gas does fucking blow up at one point, which is, like, part yeah, of it. Yeah, So they're all just fucking trying to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. They're trying to save everyone on yeah. both sides. Quell, I can't remember what happens with exactly with Quell. She ends but, up, like, falling into the atmosphere. Yeah, she gets fucked up. I don't, I can't remember how, if she gets shot down or if it's the explosion. Yeah, she crashes onto the planet. Yeah, and she's like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. But they did end up saving the city. Yeah. Um, is, like, the main point mm-hmm. there. It's a, vic- um, it's a victory for the NR. Yeah. Because they blew up the operation based on Pandem 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quell's, Quell's droid ends up dying. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why do I feel sorry for it? Oh, like, dude, like, I forgot, we didn't mention this, but, like, she goes and, like, fucking compliments this droid. She actually starts talking to this thing. Yeah. And it's it's weird for her. Like, the whole time she's conflicted. She's like, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this, but it kind of feels right. Like, yeah. Because she's like, thanks for being good. You're a good... You're a good droid for not being a combat In the Empire, droids were just droids. Yeah, that's all they were. They were just tools. Yeah. Uh, And so it was always a very strange concept for her going into the New Republic that they're like friends with their droids. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, in the end, its dome gets like busted open or something. Mm -hmm. It's all broken and dead. And she like starts laughing a little bit. Mm -hmm. She's like, why? Why am I sad? Yeah. Why am I sad about this robot? Mm -hmm. But she is. Yeah. She feels bad for it. Um, and what, what is it like, I think Aiden comes down and fucking gets her, right? Yeah, Aiden, because the first thing she sees is ITO, the, the glowing red light on, yeah. on ITO. Um, well, but she's down there like shooting off like little rats. Yeah. <laughs> like these little creatures keep trying to come get her mm-hmm. and she's not even shooting them. She's yeah, just she's, shooting towards them. Yeah. So they just like, kind of scatter. But, like, she's just kind of sticking with the X-Wing. She's like, this yeah. is where... She's, like, messed up. Yeah, she's real, <laughs> she's real fucking hurt. I also forgot that, like, for a large portion of the book, she had a broken arm. Yeah, it's, like, the first third of the book. Yeah. She's got a broken arm. But, yeah, Aiden comes down and picks her up. He's pissed. Yeah, yeah, he's very mad. <laughs> uh, I don't like Karen Aiden. No, um, me neither. <laughs> it's, uh, I guess you wouldn't understand the reference because you haven't read Kenobi either. But, like, it's, like, another character who's a fucking scumbag. But he actually is a scumbag. But, <laughs> yeah. But, no, Karen Aiden is just pissed off because he things just didn't go his He's way. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But, I, yeah, he, he that's that's when he finds out about the true story about, about uh, oh, who did he have do it? He, he had he had Tenzin, right? He had Tenzin figure it out, like, uh, some shit on, on board the Pursuer. I'm pretty sure he got the file oh, from the Pursuer. Right, right. Sent it to Aiden. Aiden found out that shit. And then showed it to, to her, yeah. yeah, showed it to ITO, and they were like, "Okay, let's go, fucking." And they they got her, and he's pissed off, um, because like he, she didn't willingly really join the NR, um, yeah. And so it's like all this shit. Goes this down is down. this is when we learn about the stuff that we talked about earlier with Soren Keys, yeah, uh, about her leaving and joining the New Republic, and him just leaving and whatnot, yeah. And then basically the yeah, rest because she of the had book, said that he was dead, yeah. Basically, the rest of the book is partying. Yeah, they're all like, we fucking did it, guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Will, yeah, that's just, Will's playing, like, Chas's music mm-hmm. and shit, and she's, you know, she's It's just like, a good time. Yeah. And then, one last cut to the story of Devin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's gotta remember... be a good reason that we're ending on Devin. Yeah, I can't remember where he is. No, I though. can't remember the name of the planet, but... I can't, I can't even remember what the fuck he's doing, but I just know... He's working with some guys. Tyros. Yeah. Someone else. Yeah. Uh, 
But basically, he's working as like a mechanic or a farmer or something. Yeah, he's like, I'm done hiding. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do some shit now, like some serious shit. Yeah. Now. And out of nowhere, these two New Republic. That's right. Yeah. Like agents show up, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, we know who you are." And he's like, "Uh oh." It's like you're coming with us. And he's like, his friend's like, "No, man. huh? What?" <laughs> and then he's like, oh, "Forget about it." And then he fucking just starts running. Yeah. Like away from these fucking both of the spies. New Republic spies like end up getting killed. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they both. He kills them both. Yeah, he kills one because it's attacking his like buddy, mm-hmm. and then uh, he like kind of feels bad for it, mm-hmm. but he ends up just shooting the the female one like in the just like point blank. Yeah, because they can't fucking know who he is. Yeah, but then he like comes out with it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, I'm I'm out of here. My name's not Devin. Yeah, he's like, I'm done being Devin. It's time to be Major Sword and Keys again. And it's like, what? You're like, what the fuck? I thought he was dead. But it's like, well, you just found out he was alive. And then it turns out he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out he's just running around the galaxy. Yeah. So like, and now that grandmother's dead, I'm I'm assuming he's, well, because he was like, he was a fucking ace. Like, they praise this guy so much in this book where like, he was a great Imperial like fighter teacher and all this shit like. So if grandmother is now gone, of course he would be the next one to be in line to like control everything. Mm-hmm. Except we all thought that he was dead until now. Yeah. So I think in Shadowfall, that he's gonna be the biggest fucking threat mm-hmm. unless it he unless he doesn't come back for, until the third one. Maybe. That that could be a thing. Yeah. I am very excited to read Shadowfall now. Me too, dude. Like I, like I said, first time around, didn't fucking care for this book really because I couldn't comprehend it. Second yeah. time around, I'm like, fuck yeah! It's one of those things where like I got through it and I was like. What did I just... Yeah. What happened? I mean, it's a big info dump. And it's fucking long. Yeah. I had to just give it time. I'm glad that we kind of took a long time to get to recording this. Yeah. Because uh, I really needed time to process like, yeah, it process and put it, piece it together and stuff. Yeah. And so now, like, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it and liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very excited. Yeah. It's good. It's a good book. And like I said, I'm very excited for Squadrons. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this book is just opened up to a different... It, for me, it opened up, like, a different angle of, like storytelling do you think it felt different from like what i'm used to in star wars like this felt like yeah. a new star it's weird wars. that it was it was broken up into parts chapters and parts of chapters yeah because it was like one through six like <laughs> or like one through five yeah because it's there's like three parts of the story i think mm-hmm. um which by the way have titles which is different from most of these books yeah like every every chapter is titled like a children's book mm-hmm. um that's not meant to be like an insult no um but it's like three parts with like six chapters in each or so. Yeah, because like then, it sets like different tones for each part too. But then each chapter, like it'll be like chapter twelve in the title, and then it'll say one. Yeah. And we'll like listen for a bit and then it'll go two. And it'll change perspectives. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's, it doesn't always go through the, like the perspectives of Alphabet Squad. No. Sometimes it'll be Hera yeah. or it like, just like I said, uh, Devin, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh,. But yeah, do you think they specifically revealed um, squadrons around the time that Shadowfall was coming out? Because, uh, yeah, because I was like, it's crazy that we decided to start covering Aftermath. I mean, not after Alphabet Squadron and like stuff related to it mm-hmm. at the same time that they revealed squadrons. Yeah, well, I mean, but like like you said, Shadowfall just came out yeah, last that's, week. That's the reason we decided to do this, was, was because Shadow... Shadowfall was coming out. And that may be the reason why they decided to do it. Yeah. We may get more Vanguard Squadron in Shadowfall. Yeah, if well, now, I think if... they've already confirmed that it's about Vanguard Squadron. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, 
now I, I want to read more on that game now. Yeah. That I know more about it. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this fucking book? Ooh, I'd rate it two full fistfuls of of, uh, of sand, of dust. Yep, I'd say that's uh, that's pretty apt, apt assessment. Yeah. Um, you? I would I would rate it. Uh, probably my fucking favorite squadron. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Five five different wings. Mm. Uh, ghost. Squadron, what's they what are they called? Phoenix. That's Phoenix. Phoenix I couldn't think of the word. Phoenix They're squadron. My yeah, Phoenix squadron <laughs> is is fucking good. Uh, it's just I don't know all the members of Phoenix squadron. Yeah, but the specters. Yeah, the specters. Yeah, spe- I mean, the, yeah, the specters are definitely favorite. Um, but yeah, alphabet's pretty dang good. Alphabet's pretty dang good. I'm excited. I like, I like Black Squadron. I like Rogue Squadron. Yeah. A lot of squadrons. There are a lot They're, of squadrons. Good. Yeah. I like squadrons. <laughs> Um, uh, you're gonna fucking love the game. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, alright, I think that's a freaking show, Chan. Do you, do you think that's a... Uh, probably, yeah. You think that's a freaking show? Okay. Yeah. Alright then, that's a freaking show, everybody. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Dramatic Ray Moose. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Chanlo the Manlo, and on Instagram, at Chandy Canes. Excellent. And you can find this show, Infernopod, on Twitter... At SW InfernoPod. What does that stand for, Chan? You got anything? Uh, it stands for Sandy. Sandy Wilson. Sandy Wilson. <laughs> well, shout out to Sandy Wilson out there. Uh, if you're listening, good for you. If you're not, okay. Um, oh, I got one other thing to plug. Um, I'm on another podcast called Nat One. Yeah, do it. Um, I'm on a, it's a D&D, uh, TTRPG, uh, podcast, or we're just playing D&D right now. I play, yeah, I play a character called, uh, Lindonis Solillo. Uh, he's based after, uh, Lando and Han Solo. Um, he's, he's pretty cool. He's, it's my first D&D thing and I'm really enjoying playing him. Um, but yeah, we're back. We were on a break for like a month. It wasn't on purpose, but we were on a break. Yeah, things seem to be going well now. Though. Yes, things are going well now. We're cr- recording a lot more. I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah. It does help, as we've mentioned on the show already, that we now have a studio to work out Yes, with. yes, absolutely. That helps a lot. Very much. Uh, yeah, but check it out. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nat1Podcast. That's N-A-T-O-N-E podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and you can listen to it wherever you find podcasts. Just like this show. You can find it wherever you fucking listen to this show, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all That's all I got. You got anything else? I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Well then... One day. Uh, one, one day. day. I'll plug one one day things. soon. Yeah, one day <laughs> soon. Um, Alright then. Uh, remember, everybody in these times of hardship, the Force will be with you. Always. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. started like after yeah. i said whatever about that mm-hmm. and i was kind of hoping we'd use that but 
I, I mucked it up. Stop doing that. Uh-huh. Ivan. Uh-huh. No eating the books. Can I do it with the other one? No. That, why not? No, why? Well, because we're not covering that book. <laughs> not, not yet, anyway. And then when we do, it'll already well, come out. It's an hour at work. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> said, by the time we cover it, it would have already come out. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I didn't test levels or anything, so I don't know how, how good that, that audio would have is going to sound uh, for that intro, but we're using it. Um, oh, we don't do news or birthdays or anything. We do that no. with Clone Wars. <laughs> Does that happen, like, with other people doing that, too? I don't know. They're like, yeah, because <laughs> that, that's what happens when I do this. Yeah. It eventually just... <laughs> they wiggle. They wiggle around like a fish. Uh, did I turn off the AC already? Because that was my plan. I believe I did. Uh, yes. I pushed your chair away. Why? Because chair away. Played in an Irish band and an English band. <laughs> well, you need to get new slippers, dude. These are like oh Galloway. Galloway is what you're going for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she played in an English band and an English band. No, she played in an Irish band and an English. Oh yeah, band. I thought you actually said English for both no, of them. No, I said Irish. <laughs> she played the fiddle in an Irish man. <laughs> Fell in she love held with an, an English, English band. Gets her on the fiddle and then took her. Took her back. Kissed her on the fiddle. Kissed her on the fiddle. Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hand. So baby, I just want a chance to dance with you. My pretty little chair away girl. Chair, tear away. <laughs> All right. Tear away girl. <laughs> 